Oh, there it is. <laughs> Got it. There we go. Yeah, no, I, right. there's there's too many buttons on this thing. Also, hello and welcome to Still Unsponsored. I'm Chris. Hello, I'm Zach. That was really horrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. On this episode, Chris tries to figure out technology, uh, specifically a soundboard. This is the Rode Caster Pro 2 that I'm using. And it can do some really cool shit, but also it can uh, bend your mind when you're not hearing the sound that you thought you should be hearing. And with the mixes and the mix minuses and all that kind of stuff. So. You're, you're, <laughs> you, think you, you think you figure it out by now, that's all. Yeah, no, no, because then I change something and I'm like, you know, it would be better if, and then I change something and then it's a whole new world of troubleshooting. No, tinkering for the tinkering sake. Tinkering for tinkering sake. Yeah, I guess. Also for for learning. How was your Christmas, Zach? It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Did you travel? Yes. Did you get mired in travel weather related? No. Uh, I somehow got lucky and I got direct flights and I flew American. Uh, So that was cool. Uh no, it was fine. The old, I did have the hiccup coming back. The plane was like two hours late because they swapped out a plane. And then what was really interesting is I was flying on a triple seven across mm. America, which is kind of bizarre. Uh, and I was looking when at you were the on your way history. to Arizona, both ways. Oh really? It was both the triple seven. Yeah, the triple seven two hundred. Uh, so yeah, that was interesting. Uh, that thing was crammed. So. Wow. I guess it makes sense because, I mean, Miami and Phoenix are hubs for America. Miami, Dallas, Phoenix. Those are big ones for America. Anyways, so no, it was fine. I had family time, all that good stuff. What about you, Chris? How was your Christmas holiday? Did you travel? (laughs) It it was. I did travel. Uh, We we went back home up to Portland. Uh, As far as the travel was concerned, that was basically flawless Alaska is an awesome airline. Enjoy them. Uh, and then, and, and our trip was like mu- uh, Wednesday to Wednesday. So it was like on either side of the snowpocalypse. However, that's a, that's a long time with family. Yeah, it is. And we got snowed in there. So once we mm. got to Portland, we basically had 24 hours before the precipitation and the ice started. And then it was two days with the in-laws. And then by that point, all of our plans were scrambled. So it was just like trying to, trying to, you know, meet up with everyone. So yeah, before in our warm up period, in the pre-show, uh, you and I were talking about uh, Apple and iPads, and so I had acquired. Just, just to be clear, the pre-show was for you to work at all the kinks. Yeah, which didn't happen. The kinks were still there. The, well, next the time we'll test the audio. Know. You know, like it's part, it's part of the pre-show, the pre-show checklist, right? Right, exactly. The P the PSE. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So I got an iPad M2 through a connection. Awesome. Uh went down to the PDX Apple store, the downtown Portland Apple store. And as you know, Portland had their, you know. Is the official uniform for the PDX Apple store uh sweatpants and or jeans with plaid shirt? No, it should be. It mm. should be. Like, no matter who yeah. you are, you have to have, like, yeah. you know, a, yeah. a neck-length beard. Yes. Um, plaid, plaid, 
Yes. No, uh, no, it's oh. not. It's once you get inside the store, it's delightfully normal. And that is an, uh, I just architecturally an amazing store because I think it's like almost like two stories high, like get glass panels all the way around, which would be amazing if there wasn't a literal fortress built around the store. And so I'll put this link up on uh, social and in the show notes, but I'll kind of show you Zach on like, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But there is a two story like chainmail type fence around the store because and we were talking to the store employees. They are still experiencing broken windows, apparently mm. largely caused by one individual. But each one of the panels is like eighty five thousand dollars. So, Dang. yeah. <laughs> Dang. Right. So interesting on multiple fronts. I actually really dislike the Apple store. I got to be honest. That was the first time I'd gone there to buy something in a really long time. Yeah, I really despise going there. Why, why do you dis- dislike it? Because it's theoretically the most successful retail space of like all time. I call it the DMV of retail. Mm. You like, they have lines all the, every, every time, I don't care when you go. There's lines. You have to make reservations to go to pick up something. I got my phone there when I when it was there, and it's just chaotic. And people are morons, and just people from everywhere are there. Ugh, people. <laughs> I am kind of with you. It's like I, I think Apple kind of fell victim at some point to like they they for a while were trying to be like a luxury brand, but yeah, they're not anymore. But then they just became like mass um popular and so like how do you do how do you do luxury at scale and i think the answer is like at some point you can't yeah you know because you know like i mean their crm systems are good it's it's kind of cool like you walk in there and you get the little text message and they they sort of know who you are but it's also obvious that it's a very smooth production line so i i'll be like okay this is pretty much as good as it can be but it is not like a is not like a luxury experience yeah yeah that was a re- really weird uh tangent here yeah yeah that definitely so, was okay uh, so you went you went to apple store i went to apple store yeah which is though a uh interesting tangent onto actually the third item of our news which would be i watched that abercrombie documentary that is on netflix have you seen this no okay the the short version is the ceo of abercrombie is like a total piece of work uh and the plot just like keeps thickening as you get through it's a, it's a great documentary really? you, you'd enjoy it but i and i would i want to have a deeper conversation with you after you have a chance to read it and we'll for our listener uh they can <laughs> go watch the documentary and we can come back and uh and discuss it but i do have this growing feeling like for brands that grow based off niche appeal, once they hit a certain like a certain inflection point in terms of popularity, they that that niche appeal backfires on them, which I don't think is totally the case in Abercrombie's situation because they were basically being assholes uh, and provably so. But Lululemon wasn't necessarily in that in that situation, I don't think, but it still kind of backfired on them. So, um, yeah. I like Lululemon. Yes. Are you actually wearing any Lululemon right now? Uh, yeah, I am. All right. Uh, so am I. 
My my shorts are Lululemon. Excellent. So so is the shirt. Yes. All right. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Check out that documentary, Zach. What's it? What's it called? Uh, just search Abercrombie, and you'll probably find it. It had some other name, but All right. yeah. I'll resubscribe to Netflix. Re get yourself a trial account. Actually, I did side note. I did watch Glass Onion a couple nights ago. That was cool. Oh, that's on my on my to watch yeah. list. Yeah. All right. Well, we should discuss that after uh, after you watch it. All right. Cool. I'll check right. it out. Okay. Okay. I'll check it out. Okay. Do you know who the Liver King is? Google him. I can make Google him right oh, now. Jeez. Oh, I'll, I'll wait. Um, the Liver King. Is the this like the king. Tiger King, but someone that likes no. killing people? Nope. Just liver Google king. the Liver King and then answer the first question that comes to mind. What does the Liver King do for a living? Just go to images. What the heck? This guy is effed up. Is he sitting next to Jennifer? Oh, no, that's his girlfriend who looks like Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I don't Maybe think it's his girlfriend. I don't, know. I don't. I don't think so. That's no. he's married. Okay, so what's the deal with this dude? He clearly is jacked. Clearly loves liver. Yes, both of those things. Um, okay. Just taking a look at his appearance. Is there a question that might come to your mind? Is he using steroids? <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. And <laughs> this guy for. I mean, he's he got to peak down at like two million followers or something like that on Instagram, something like that. He, he's intensely popular, um, and claimed all the time that he was a hundred percent natural, no steroids, nothing. And hey, he, can I cut to the can I cut to the plot twist? Let me guess, he's using <laughs> steroids. Oh, it's not it's not just like that he's on steroids because like anyone with like you know two brain cells to run, rub together would realize that following his nine ancestral tenants was not going to get you abs like that uh the fact is the amount of steroids that he was taking so he was taking enough human growth hormone that it cost him fifteen thousand dollars a month like is that i don't know how much human growth steroid costs is that a lot i, I don't know he could buy I mean, Zach, he could buy a reasonably priced car per month with the amount of steroids. That's just the HGH. That's not anything else. Yeah, but Chris, he's got to look good. He's right. got to do it for the gram. Yeah. Well, he claimed that he was, I mean, he he made a bunch of wild where, where claims. Does, where, does he, where does he get the money for that? Selling supplements is basically uh, where he gets the money. Are him, are him and Alex Jones BFFs? Uh, they should be because they were sort of yeah. had similar similar themes but i think this guy this the background story on him is like he was selling the like liver supplements and then he decided yeah and then yeah. he decided that he could really blast this thing off uh if he became the liv the liver king and it's a very like uh, if you google liver king more plates more dates and watch the video like kind of watch the takedown video they go through uh derek from more plates more dates goes through you know like uh, all of his background but also just the build-up on like how he mm. very intentionally this is the marketing tie-in he very intentionally created this character uh to sell you know his supplements it was it was a hundred percent calculated um 
They had a they opened a successful dental practice together before moving on to selling nutritional supplements to support the ancestral lifestyle. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Holy so. shit. He claims that while his business is bringing more than 100 million a year, social media is a money losing proposition. Doubtful. 100, 100 million a year on. Okay, so that means he can expense all those supplements, though. <laughs> but still. But still. All right. All right. This is interesting. All right. All right. Yeah. Yes, that was his, that was his wife in the other picture I saw. Okay, there's a whole article on GQ about this dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, he. He's now trying to, um, I don't know, revive his... Be clean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go back like, to the ancestral lifestyle, no steroids? Well, but that's, I mean, it's doubtful that he would ever be able to, like, return to a normal state. So it's more just the, like, I, I think this this is just, like, another one of those cases. It's almost like all the Marvel uh, movie characters where it's, like, body dysmorphia for men. You know, mm. like, hey, this is this is a if you just eat the right amount of, you know, turkey and broccoli, you can achieve this look. And the answer yeah. is no, you cannot, because these people are all uh, on a lot of prescription drugs. They're not necessarily yeah. like the rock is probably not on any illegal drugs. It's probably all prescription, but there's definitely pharmacology that is driving that physique. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's basically uh, a whole bunch of people lying, and that's what they do. <laughs> yep. I mean, look at what the FTX dude, uh, what's his effing face? Uh, that SBF, dude. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. Uh, and I'm trying to remember the guy's name. That He's, I think he... I think he's in New York, the Republican uh, House of Representatives guy that's like caught in his resume of lies that he like graduated college, a certain school, he worked for a certain company, and then his mother died in 9-11, that's like five years ago, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm just embellishing, it, it's, these people are just getting caught in lies. Uh, what's that guy's name? You know who I'm talking about? No, no, I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, Alright, I'll have to find it. It's just amusing, like... <laughs> Yeah, anyways. All right. Cool. So yeah. basically this guy's lying. Uh Is he going to have a business anymore after this? Probably. Probably. Uh, he's big. Yeah, is he he's big? No. Yeah, because I mean, I I think that even though uh there was like a half-hearted apology that didn't really cover it, but until he like consistently talks about what he's taking it's not gonna land home for his fans like his fans are you know yeah. can be sheltered for this because and the and the only people that were like haha told you so were the people that already knew you know the people that had actually been in a gym before and were like yeah that's what that's what steroids looks like um, how does he do 100 million dollars a year on supplements i that's a wondered, lot of, that's a lot of pills that's a i've lot wondered of that yeah, like he Holy he claims God. that he was rich before the the cool, Liver King still, thing. hundred million dollars in supplements a year? What eight million dollars a month? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. That's a lot of supplements every day. Yep. Two million bucks a week in pills. Yeah. Wow. Well, there's a business idea. No one's ever tried supplements before. <laughs> I don't know if that's a business i would 
have any interest in. Just, I mean, no. you think about how competitive that is and how like the claims oh, are yeah, so no. dubious. No. And, you know, oh, yeah. It's, no. You'd be slammed down one day and it's done. Right. No. Yeah, I agree. Right, right. All right. Exactly. So basically, bodybuilders are going uh, against each other. I don't is think that. that, that is, I mean, is this, that this, this was like the fitness community already knew, you know, like that this dude was on roids. So yeah. just from looking at him. So it was just more like uh, there's, I mean, it was public that he's on roids now. And is, is, our, is, our, is our podcast turning into a bro podcast? We're talking about I, I think more it's dates, important. more plates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's important for our listeners to understand what's going on Listener? in the gym. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to get into the gym, so. Right. Isn't Miami yeah. just like. So we, oh, fun fact. So we came home from our flight. Uh, it was like 1130 at night. And we walked past the gym to get to our apartment. And there's some girl doing like some live TikTok stream, like in the doorway <laughs> of the gym. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shaking my head, and I wanted to go in there and be like, ah! "I didn't do that. I didn't. I didn't uh, do that." Uh, okay, ele- so eleven thirty on a what day was it? That was like a Tuesday night. Eleven thirty Tuesday night in the gym, streaming and acting like they have a lifestyle. Okay, if you want to, if you if you want to see like one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, go look for the videos that are like. Like female TikTokers accusing guys in the gym of being creeps. So the video setup is always like she's filming herself doing like bicep curls or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there'll be some guy behind her that'll like look at her as she walks by. And then they start yelling at each other. And then she uploads it. And then there's like instant blowback on her because it's like it was just sort of like a normal interaction in the gym where like two people looked at each other but she like accused him of being a creeper or something like that and it it's just like also why are you filming in the gym like i i get it like i film my workouts a lot to like look at technique but i don't post that anywhere like it just yeah you just post it for your own self-gratification right no uh yeah. the opposite of that too <laughs> oh yeah look at my bench oh <laughs> like i can't believe that was so terrible so <laughs> yeah all right so we're done with the liver king yeah we're done with the liver king all right uh and for a limited time only you can get the zach and chris brain supplements for 9.99 yeah yeah exactly coming soon join the email list sign up now sign up now Zach, you know the guy Chris. that designed the iPod and the Nest thermostat? Yeah, that dude. Uh, you know what his bex- next big product release is? Well, based upon the agenda here, crypto. That's right. I'm so smart. <laughs> yes. Ledger stacks? Ledger stacks. So, yeah, a Ledger wallet is like kind of looks like a USB key. Um yeah. One right here it's kind of looks like a usb key and it's got these two buttons on either side that you use to like navigate the the screen on here and it's basically mm-hmm. really tiny and it really sucks um from a ui standpoint it's i i like this technology i i like the idea of self-custody and that you know this is sort of like a security key that gives you access to your own assets they can't really be taken from you um mm. 
the stacks is going to be like a credit card sized e-ink display version that should have much better usability and it's interesting the timing that like this is happening during like a crypto winter but it's a release that's almost like you know these things are inching closer to mainstream consumer adoption especially when you see a guy like this come in like tony tony fidel i think is his name uh coming in and working on this chris zach can you buy anything with crypto yet besides vpns and porn yeah yeah i mean like what uh there is there's a whole like uh series of like shopify plugins that will let people do e-com via crypto so yes you can i can't rattle off merchants off the top of my head but then you go and withdraw it in cash money usa uh the merchant can set it up to either take the crypto or have it normalized to one crypto or uh normalized to their currency it could do any of those okay yeah i the problem the problem is that it's not very stable though i agree with you i agree with you so i I have taken your criticism to heart, Zach. Oh, so you, whoa, right, whoa. Right. so you always say, "Yeah, but what is the use case, right?" And yeah. the one of the immediate use cases that uh, you know we we both know someone that used it for this, as well as uh, through business, I I know that they use it for this, which is like moving money across borders. It's like way more efficient to use crypto to move money across borders, especially if you're going into South America or like places that don't kind of share a financial system like Europe and, and North America. Uh, so crypto is easier for them, right? So you use an exchange on one side, you crypto it, you know, into the, the crypto space and then you, you know, pull it out in exchange on the other side and it, it just lubricates the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that, you know, until we're seeing e-commerce happen widely with crypto, it's ready for the next, you know, the next wave or the next bull market. I think that what we saw during this one was just like an over-financialization, and that's why it was such a sharp run-up and such a, you know, big pop. Well, it's also interesting how crypto is supposed to be anti, uh, not tied to the dollar or anything else, and everything is stablecoin, and then also... Stock market tanks, crypto tanks. Oh, I guess there's a a relationship there. Well, mm. yeah. And so mm. I think that we'll see if I can I can pull these thoughts out on the fly. But I think that there's a I think that crypto is like a microcosm of the U.S. economy in the sense that the over financialization of crypto happened extremely fast in a way that has been happening for like a hundred years in the U S economy and without a like solid means of, of without the currency being backed by, uh, you know, value generation, like IE manufacturing or some like innovation, you know, things actually happening in the economy, the currency is kind of worthless. Right. So during this bull market cycle, we kind of had layers of this DeFi get built up and, it was a pop that kind of reminded me of like 2008. Now, I think that the crypto people should have known better because one of the things that was driving this buildup was like a buildup in centralized 
exchanges mm-hmm. and lending platforms and stuff like the that. Which defeats the whole purpose of Which crypto. defeats the whole purpose of crypto. Like the whole yeah. the whole thing was self-custody. Yeah. So, yeah, uh-huh. you know, like I had been... Um, I, I had kind of like taken a pause on like any of my like crypto activities because I was like, what is going on, you know, here? And then I was like, you know what? It is about self-custody and it is about um, decentralization. And that is what attracted me to it in the first place. And that is, I think, one of the things that went wrong. So, you know, yeah. Anyway, I'm back. I'm fascinated by, you know, the wallets and the, and the technology. And I, I just I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the stock. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I did notice you had some interesting topics uh, in mark more a little bit more marketing related. Yeah. Let's talk about your Black Friday. Okay. Um, yeah. By the way, okay. as a recap, if you remember correctly, I don't know if you remember this, but I specifically said I sit there and push the buttons to make sure it works. Yes, you and did. You said, okay, oh, so, and you said, oh, that's just low level. I, I analyzed the results. All right, let's see what happened. All right, let's go, Chris. What okay, happened, buddy? So, so to recap, uh, during our black, like prep for Black Friday episode, we talked about our two different approaches. You said old school, push the button every time. I yep. said I am writing an automation to like fire off the campaign in each individual step. And so anytime you, you know, Anytime you try something new, you find the landmines. And uh, we hilariously found one, which is <laughs> there's two ways to feed a HubSpot automation. There's a static list and there's a dynamic list, right? So mm-hmm. a static list is here's a group of people that need to go into the automation. A dynamic yep. list is people meet this criteria, go into the automation. Mm-hmm. And what we found is because Black Friday is like a week and a half long, that people would meet the criteria partway through the uh, the sale and then go rocketing uh, through the entire sale. And so HubSpot, instead of saying, oh, this date has already passed, I'm just going to put this person to the side, which actually I, I did notice that they released a feature, uh, I think it was this week, to mitigate this. But... <laughs> You know, at the time when we set this thing up, it was if the person came down through the automation and hit a mm-hmm. time block that had already passed, they just went past it. So these people would qualify to go into the promo and then they get like four promo emails just immediately. Just yeah, exactly. So mm. anyway, we've made the simple change of we still are going to do automations, but we... um We'll feed them with static lists. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So my old my old slow poke way works. How how did that go for you, Zach? Really well. No other updates. Went exactly like every other year. We made some good optimizations and ideas. Uh, it was good though. I I don't mind pushing the buttons. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we still end up modifying things because, you know, the emails and everything, all the messaging's ready. And then we just see as people progress through, oh, wanted to modify this or that. It was just, we don't have to do the whole step of, you know, okay, are we ready for this? Push the button. It's a little bit more like 
tearing the bandage off super fast. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Two approaches. There you go. Two approaches. Have I convinced you? No. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back so, in my day, I wrote letters to people. Yeah, exactly. I've got an automation that sends people direct mail. Actually, you probably could get a plugin for that. Um, it's a very real there, thing there in the are, real estate space. Yeah. 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 There's APIs. I know that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I'll have to talk with you after this, too. I had an idea uh, that, that our, our one listener might not want to hear. So. Okay. All right. You hear that, listener? You're being excluded. <laughs> You're being excluded. Uh, okay. So today is like right before the new year. Yep. Which means 2023 is coming. That's correct. I feel like I need time to prep for this, this conversation. Okay. So here was, here was the idea for this segment, which is what are you optimizing coming into next year? So what worked well? And this is like professionally and personally, like what worked Mm. well, what didn't work well? What are you changing in the new year? And it could be mm. little things from like, you know, it, it could be big, like you, you moved to Florida um, because Florida you know, man, you know, life's short and you want to live next to a beach. There you go. I did your thing for you. Here, I'll, I'll do All yours right. and you can try Thanks. and do mine. All right. All uh, right. Let's do this. And then, you know, or, or yeah, little things like I bought this thing off mm. Amazon and it's changed my morning routine for like two ninety nine. What did you buy for two ninety nine off I, Amazon? I, I was just I was wondering, like maybe maybe you did. I bought an old school alarm clock off Amazon for thirty bucks. Why did you do that? So I could keep the phone out of the bedroom. Ah, oh, see, this is a good one, Zach. That was a little thing that worked well so far. Yeah, how long have you been doing that? Oh, like a month now. It's like a smart Alexa thing, so I disabled the Alexa, but it has like a nice little weather widget and. Yeah, there you go. I'm an old man. So you're trying to do no screens in the bedroom, like go to bed. Oh yeah, and that's it. Lights yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Are you I sleeping better? A, uh, yeah. I also bought a sleeping mask. Oh. So I can get total blackout. Nice. Also, right. has been very helpful. Because Florida is a sunny place. Yeah, and especially where we are, there's no um, the windows are too tall to put blackout curtains in. Mm. So it's very bright with the streetlights and everything else. Uh, so there we go. Uh, that, that worked well. Uh, what else worked well this year for me? Um, I ran out of them, but I have a daily like agenda slash reflection hmm. papers. Uh, it's been very helpful for me just to reflect and think and plan for the day. So that's been good. Um, what didn't work well for me this year? Well... I bought a house and I'm still not living in my house, so that didn't work out very well. Uh, maybe, maybe next year we'll, things were changing for next year. I'll be living in my house. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, yeah, would I mean, you say for, that? Would you say that this experience is so painful that you will never do this again, or is yes. it, or is it just that you would do it differently next time? It is so painful. I'll never do it again. So you're not going to be a chronic house flipper? Uh, no. Yeah. 
this is this has been literally just hell on earth um which sounds like i i know i got bigger problems in the world but that's that uh professionally speaking yeah so what i kind of went down the agenda planner thing um i've also been really focused in on taking walks i know by my appearance i look like a schlubbo um well it's audio only wife... so you're gonna have to give more detailed description for the listener well uh overweight We're... zach is making a return is is what's happening uh so i've been going on walks mostly pretty regularly every day uh, which clearly aren't helping but for a mental side of things it's nice just to kind of clear out your brain box yep um by the way comment on that i think from a fitness standpoint like you got to get your heart rate above a certain threshold otherwise you're not like a long walk especially at our age like it's near indefinite yeah and also i eat like garbage um yeah two two we should talk about yeah 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 we should we should add another thing on here for next episode okay. about uh the meal delivery stuff really and there's a specific yes and there's a specific reason why i want to talk about it okay so we, we should definitely Hook add for that next to the time agenda. yeah uh for next year i'm going to be definitely uh, reading more i think that that's the one thing i i have not done i read a lot of news i'm a news junkie as you know yep but i haven't really read like much else so whether it's fiction whether it's business stuff financial stuff i just want to read more next year and use my kindle a little bit more so there you go those are my few little rambling ramblings for this year okay uh here's what i got on my list so First of all, uh, in the realm of like maintaining a good relationship with your significant other. So we started taking salsa lessons uh, a year ago, I think. And yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. And that has been really good because at least once a week we go and we do something together that we're both on the learning curve together. And it's like, it's not always fun. Right. Like anytime you're trying to learn a new skill, like sometimes you walk out of there extremely frustrated. Uh, and other times it's uh, I mean, it's a lot of fun. But now we're getting to the point where it's like fun and it's a, it is a thing that we do together, like dedicated time. Like we've you know both got to be done by work by a certain time so we could make it to the place. And then we go to dinner afterwards. Just, you know, Austin, get a couple of tacos and then come home. And it is a great once a week dedicated date night highly suggest that or something like that for everyone because yeah you can't just uh assume that you know your relationship's gonna stay you know normal as you you know kind of progress through stressful periods so there you go zach sorry did i convince you to take salsa lessons uh you know what we need to show our listener these moves then maybe i'll be convinced <laughs> well the listener can imagine because again this is an Ugh. audio audio podcast where's where's where's, where's the barf sound effect <laughs> 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 like yeah. those, those stupid comedian like those stupid morning dj yeah sound effect boards you got all the buttons make some buttons for vomiting and laughter right it might go a long way for our show <laughs> only those two that's the only options you have bark or laugh yeah 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 Uh, okay item the second 
And this one, Zach, I am going to legitimately try and talk you into. So, and I think I might have talked. I'm not about. buying crypto. I'm not buying crypto. Okay. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think, feel like we covered that and I will forgive you for not buying crypto right now. Okay. Um, but so waste well. So basically I have quarterly for again, the last eight months or so, um, uh, been getting a blood test. And I meet with a nurse practitioner and they go through exactly what's going on and prescribe, not prescribe, but like basically tell me like what supplements I need to take. So I was basically when this started, you know, at a point where it's like working out sucked. I kind of hated it, which was atypical for me. Normally, I, you know, it was something that I enjoyed. Um, Wasn't really like I knew that as you get old, you don't like. You know, you sh- I shouldn't be expecting to like be breaking my personal records, but it just didn't feel like it used to. Um, that you know just, why? Why you haven't been drinking your quantity of wine with me? That's why. Well, that that well that, that, was, that probably was your a contributing fuel source. factor too. That was the, your fuel source. That was probably a contributing factor to the decline. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, after I left, I see. Okay, All yeah. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they they hook you up with like. You know, this is the the couple of supplements that you need to be taking. Uh, and then they come back and, you know, you you get the next quarter's blood testing. So you find out if it's working. And so, you know, you compare that to the normal, like I go on Google and I'm like, I feel a certain way. And they're like, oh, take this liver supplement, you know, and it's, you know, who knows if it's working or not. Right. Like this is very targeted. Like you, you know, it's working. And furthermore, it's like I felt it. So. You know, I went from not wanting to work out to wanting to work out twice a day. And I mean, then the things were like, you know, mild. It was like a little bit of magnesium, you know, some vitamin D supplements, you know, and it's just good to go. So good to go. Would you say you're on your way to being well? Yeah. Ways to well is the name of the place. Uh, There's a few places that do this, but uh that's that's the one that I've been. Using. What's your affiliate? What's your affiliate coupon code? Uh, I don't know if they do that. I mean, mm. when the founder hangs out with Joe Rogan, I don't know if you need that. So, mm. yeah. what well, didn't work this well? You've been very positive and uplifting, Chris. I'm trying to affect a positive and uplifting vibe. That's that's one of the things I'm. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that lasts about ten minutes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's this this is one of the things that I'm like professionally critical about. So coming into a new company and taking the reins and rebuilding a a marketing team where there wasn't really one. Um I got really really into the weeds. You know, to the to the point where it's like I was writing copy, I was looking at, you know, like the the you know, really bare metal stuff in the marketing program. And mm-hmm. I'm this this is like a, you know, resolutions for 2023. I need to back off of that and get out of it. It was exceedingly useful for understanding the business. So, it's not I wouldn't say that there was anything wrong with that, but now in order to scale, it's just obvious that, you know, I'm going to be the bottleneck if that doesn't yeah. change. So. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of Regardless of marketing or not, I think a lot of people deal with that. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, and I was very, I mean, you and I both know, you know, and probably so does our listener, 
the people that we're talking about when we say like the people that were just stuck there, you know, the, yeah. the, you know, dr- managers, directors, vice presidents that needed to approve every little thing that came through their, you know, their system zone of control. And, yeah. you know, consequently nothing happened. You know, they had a bunch of like really, you know, good people just sort of in wait mode. Yep. Yeah. So. so now you're in the wait mode of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, okay. I think it's more like now I fully understand what's going on behind the scenes. And so when, when I choose to delegate, it's like I can give much better feedback rather than a sort of what I, on the other end of the scale, there's the over delegation, like sort of high minded MBA ness that comes in and they don't fully understand what's going on. And so then they ask a bunch of questions and it, the questions sort of boil down to like, are you sure? Uh, and, and the manager says yes. And then things move on. So. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That kind of is like a changing thing too. Like, what are you changing for the new year? It's kind of one of the combinations of what maybe didn't go so well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think that's, I think that's basically it. 35 episodes. 35 episodes over five years. (laughs) Hey, it's not a race. It's a marathon of, I don't know what. Right. Right. Do you, do we want to set a resolution for uh, still unsponsored that we'll immediately fail at? Like. Having a podcast episode every week. Having a having a podcast episode every week. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, uh, if there's no, fifty two okay. weeks, it's like what if we target like forty eight episodes? <laughs> That's a lot of episodes. Like double our output next year. Yeah. Well, the whole stick is when we feel like it. That's true, but it, we should feel like it once a week. Hmm. Hmm. I don't really leave this room very much, so. <laughs> so you're saying we should sign up for 60 episodes next year because you don't leave that room very much. <laughs> I went to Home Depot today. That was my exciting day. You need to get out more, man. I know. You t- you're telling me. Maybe I'll learn uh, salsa dancing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Here's another one. I've got like a 280-some day streak going on Duolingo. You know what, what duo, language? Duo Spanish. See. Si. Yes. Um, and that is fun because I guess as an adult learning a new language, you kind of, I'm, maybe I'm like more in touch with like the the grammar differences and like the structural differences between the languages. It's just fun. It's just fun. No say. No say. Highly suggest Zach. No say. All right. Okay, this was fun. All right. Talk to you next time, Zach. Have a great. We're getting the cool music. We're getting the music. The cool. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. We we, we got the we got the outro music. Here it is. Like and subscribe and all those buttons, everyone. And download something. Down download something. In the link below. (laughs) Click our affiliate links. Yeah. Okay. This was fun. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.